on us. I know. We were talking about buttered roast, and then and then Denise showed up. Yeah, you're big time now. You're on the BD Freeman Road Delegarazzi show. You know what? You're actually you've actually gone down a little. <laughs> you've actually gone. To, there are literally there are literally uh, tens of people watching right now. So yes. I want for you to do your it. best. Do your best. We've got eleven viewers. Um, the uh, that's fantastic. So eleven uh, more than I have. Eleven, well, I, I I I sense an accent. Where are you from? I am. I was born here. My family is from Spain. Ah, Catalonia. Nice. Okay. Well, let's let's introduce you so everybody can know who you are. Yes. Okay. So this is Janice Finney. Mm -hmm. You are the founder of Loving Hands, which is an organization devoted to foster families to foster children correct that is correct okay. that is correct mm -hmm. loving hands children's home we care for medically fragile children for the state of california mm -hmm. and we try to give those kiddos just more positive life outcomes and that comes with um instead of medicating our kids for behavioral issues we have a variety of, of different alternatives that we like to utilize like therapy animals or we have a wonderful edible forest so we um kind of focus on creating positive childhood memories and just better life outcomes for little ones that's mm -hmm. so cool that's so cool tell you what an amazing person janice is because i've known her for a few years now she's like the like an angel on earth she's actually taken some of these kids that she's taken in knowing that if they go back into the system that they probably won't be adopted she's adopted them like yeah. you god bless you yeah and god also some you. of the stories that these kids have i mean they're stories that like uh you can't make up it, it's mm -hmm. just like wait what happened like who did what mm -hmm. it, it's like god awful stuff and no kid should be subjected to that you know mm -hmm. it's like these poor babies come into this world with like the worst chance ever because of somebody else's poor decisions mm -hmm. and it's just like mike like i have one little little guy he's now eight years old and he's had five open heart surgeries and this is all because someone else chose to, you know, that their habit was more important than the child they were carrying. Mm -hmm. And he, he's got cognitive disabilities. He's got chronic lung disease. He's just got a slew of medical issues. And, you know, when people are, are looking for children and they're adopting, people want beautiful, healthy, uh, yeah. normal, for lack of a better word, um, babies and that's not always the case especially in in the foster care system so you have these kiddos that grow up in the system and they never get the love and the mm -hmm. home and the family that they should have so if a child comes into our facility there it, it ends here we mm -hmm. this is your family if they can't find placement, then I I've adopted three thus far. Mm -hmm. We have a capacity for ten kettles, and I'm like, okay, how many can I adopt? Like, like what can we do here? Because I I just don't believe anyone should should go through that. I apologize for my my background. It's okay. You've got a you've got a bunch of kids running around there, and also don't go out to an event with Janice because you might come back with a baby. Because that's what happened with me. I almost came back with a child after going to Cirque du Soleil with her. I came back home. And of I was course, like, you know the child had parents and everything. She just like 
<laughs> he just liked the kid. She was like, boy, he would really look good laying on my carpet. She needs to have me hold the, her will, little baby. I will she's put got. that kid in some onesies. Woo! We were like, I'm not allowed to go out to like Cirque du Soleil with any of the kids anymore because Janice hands me a baby. I'm like, oh, we should take her home. <laughs> I'm banned from going out. To we nice. can go to a bar together, maybe. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. You don't see a lot of babies in bars. Stick to bars. No, there's no babies in bars. No babies in bars. <laughs> well, we've got questions for you, Janice. I would love them. I would love. Can I tell you about my youth empowerment series just a little yes. bit before yes, please we go do. into questions? Yes. Because you mentioned that. So um, one thing that I was finding, we work with um, children more in the younger uh, age mm -hmm. range with in-home care, but we found that kids were aging out of the system. They don't know how to do laundry. They don't know how to compose a resume. Kids don't know a fruit from a vegetable. Like there, there was just so many things that it's like. So like Gen Z. We are, Gen Z. We are completely so like failing. So like Gen Z kids, right? <laughs> Same thing. So we. Right. We do this youth empowerment series to give them those tools because otherwise they're looping back into the cycle with trying to make money however they can best. And those are not always good options. Mm -hmm. um, Chris, um, Rose husband, he teaches banking and money management. We teach career prep. We teach them how to answer common interview questions, put a resume together. Mm -hmm. We teach them how to do laundry, how to prepare a healthy meal. Mm -hmm. um, just like wonderful things that we think they will need. How to tie a tie, which mm -hmm. I just learned not too long ago. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Chelsea also teaches like consent. She she teaches yes, kids sexual like responsibility. Sexual, sexual responsibility. Nice. Yes. That is so What a well healthy needed. relationship looks like. Mm -hmm. You guys are doing amazing things for these kids. Oh, thank you. Outstanding. These are things that I wish I'd had growing up. Mm -hmm. Like, um, would have had a lot less heartache and issues yeah. but um so yeah yeah i i know where you're coming from i still have those issues every <laughs> single day Tools available. thanks mom <laughs> i'm only kidding you know what i wish i could do was buy a humongous house and every kid i came across you know right. that's yeah, what that's know. what janice is doing <laughs> That's what Janice is doing. But you know what? Every piece is important. Like yeah. this here is helping to create awareness. And it's so important because there's so many people that need the support. Yeah. And like little people like myself, we can only do so much, you yeah. know, but. Well, but if we get a bunch I of little people. what you are doing. But if we get a bunch of, of little people, we got something going. I want to I want to yeah. ask you, I want to ask you a question because we've, we've, we've said a lot of stuff, but, but I know there are people watching who don't really have any idea about the foster system, how it works, or uh, and and what is presently going on in the foster systems. So can you take us through that? I know I asked you three questions, uh, but, it, but and they were, what's going on? Rather, what does the foster system do? Just broke, broken okay. down, like you're explaining it to a teenager because that's how my mind works. Absolutely. So you have um, DCFS, which is the Department of Child and Family Services, and they step in when they feel like there is an immediate threat to um, a child's well-being, whether it's like um, safety issues, neglect, abuse, whatever the case is. Um, 
that then goes to a court that decides this child should not be in the home right now and they're placed in what's called out of home care. Um, they find placement for the children within the foster care system. They have um, families, facilities, different venues that may be able to provide care for kiddos and they seek appropriate placement. Where Loving Hands comes in is you are having kiddos living in a hospital setting. I'm a registered nurse by trade. So I was initially working in the hospital and you have kids like living in the hospital because they cannot find appropriate placement. Mm. Or you have kids being placed in placements that are not safe and not appropriate. Mm. And then you have kids who are discharged from the hospital and then in turn, need to be hospitalized again, just because they didn't have an appropriate caregiver, you know, someone who could appropriately manage their healthcare needs. So um, that's where we come in. We're just like a small subsidiary uh, for, for medical placement within, within Mm. foster care. Okay. Um, The, the, there, the courts in that court system, that department uh, court system, they decide, um, they make all of the decisions, whether it's mm-hmm. placement, whether it's reuniting with family, whether this child is now going to be placed for adoption. So all of those decisions are made by the court system. Okay. Now, okay. So we got a grasp on that. Um, the next thing I want to ask you is once they're in the system, and I know you answered this a little bit as you're going through, but I like to get a little more intensive. Once they're in that system, what what happens with the with the child? They're, and I mean on on a day to day, how to how they are living. What what actually happens to them once they're in? Uh, do you, um, if uh, you I hope ask, I asked that right. If you ask me. I think that these children should have normal lives. I think they should be Mm -hmm. leading normal lives. They should be going to school. They should be having um, fun. They should be children. You know, Mm -hmm. those, those issues, whatever they were dealing with, they should not be worried in dealing with any other issues or worried about where they're going to sleep or if they're going to eat. I think they should be normal children. And that's the way we lead our lives here. It, uh, we have uh, we have um, a really lovely family atmosphere. We have a volunteer mm-hmm. program, and um, we we make sure that our kiddos and our staff are all safe. Everyone is screened and, and background surveilled. But we think these kiddos should live normal lives and have really positive childhood mm-hmm. memories, and not memories of whatever it was they were struggling with. Um, they go to school day to day. They have therapies here in this placement. We have all of our kids assessed so that all of their mm-hmm. needs are met, whether they need physical therapy or occupational therapy or mental health services. We have um, a team of providers that make sure that all of their like, so that it's like um, not really health care, but whole care kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's good. Ro, do you have, uh, because you it's so the... important. I wanted to ask me something. So after I know you have you have kids. You've had kids. Yes. You're a nurse. You were married. You went through the whole thing. What made you start something that is so astronomical in like everything that you have to do? I mean, literally, I know you're constantly busy. It's like when you text me back, I'm always like, oh, my God. Yeah, we couldn't Denise even get mad at second. you for being late. 
How can yeah. we? How can you we be mad at you? You literally like <laughs> I was digging up pig pen in your backyard and you were right. probably doing that on your own you know like you literally like you're like oh i just rescued a tortoise that's right. gonna live <laughs> beyond us so i'm just saying like what made you start like a foundation that literally is uh, you're just saving children and stuff but i mean how did you start it okay so i i no tears for me today right okay, okay. no tears but um <laughs> yeah, don't you try to top no, me, lady. Yeah, BD's already <laughs> gotten the. Tea. I already cried. I, I didn't want on. to. I, I sat here. Okay. I sat here all night. I yeah. Going over that part in my head to to try to be able Not, to say it without being emotional, never, and never I completely gonna lost it's it. It's never gonna happen. My my blood will. <laughs> I just can't too watch warm. Encanto and not cry. Okay, so it's right. just not gonna. <laughs> okay, <laughs> literally cry so, all the time. I come from a wonderful line of just caregivers, really. Mm -hmm. um, my father was an emergency um, medical caregiver. My grandmother was a registered nurse. On the other side, um, my grandmother was an OR nurse. So I come from a long line of just um, care providers. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I had a sibling who was murdered. And I just remember the fear, the uncertainty, mm -hmm. not knowing why this happened or what was going on. At times I felt like I might be next because yeah, they yeah, didn't understand it. It's a real violation, isn't it? For someone to come in and take someone, you just feel, you, you know, it, it can never Especially be filled in again. Child. It can mm -hmm. never, you know, a child is gone. It can't be filled in again. You can't even imagine. That's, that's the worst case scenario. Yeah. And, and the, the violation yeah. of mm -hmm. that is, Absolutely. I can't so I grew up just kind of in deep. fear and worried all the time. And um, seeing these kiddos in the hospital, I see that fear. I see that look. I know it. I know it well. And I just wanted to be able to take some of that away, mitigate some of that, like mm. give them some safety, a safe space, let them know that someone cared. Um, a hug if one was needed or just someone that understood that look that pain mm -hmm. and that's what prompted me to start got it that's what amazing. i'm what i'm it doing was a, it was because th again this is something that's happening to you that has nothing to do with you no fault of your own right mm -hmm. and for a child it, it's hard to understand okay wait wait where's mom again who are you kind mm -hmm. of thing like when they meet me i'm a stranger you know but um, I just wanted to make a, a better place and make things a little bit better mm -hmm. yeah, with, I love with what I could do. Let me, let me tell you, and I know this is on a, not on my cards. This is me just, I want to say this to you. You know, every day I know that everybody, my God, you don't even have, you, you turn on the news and it's crazy. You, but you don't have to. You can just walk outside and see. Yeah. You know, everybody yeah. walking around with hazmat out, outfits on. And it's very easy to to become pessimistic and uh, just believe that n nothing good is going on anywhere. I think that you right now are filling, I know you're filling me up, I know you're filling you up, um, uh, just with good, uh, positive energy. And I think that's so many Oh, thank you. I hope so many people watch this episode just, just to know that there are people out there mm -hmm. Still striving, not letting any of this stuff get in the way and paying attention to what's really, really important. 
which is human oh, beings. Oh, thank you. Human beings. And we, uh, one of my producers came up through the foster system. And I know, so this, this, uh, this episode I know is incredibly important to him. And so, and I just want to say thank you again for being here. Not that I'm closing out. I just wanted to say that right now. Thank well, you. Well, thank you. Here. Thank you guys for having me. You're doing a lot for a lot of people and, right now. And we always talk about this. Me and Janice always talk about this is uh, we always discuss how she gets her me time because she's literally surrounded by children all the time. So I always go, how so are funny. you getting your own me time? How do you? I don't even know how you get it. I call when I call oh. you, all I hear is smash. Oh, you yeah. did this. Why oh, did no. you do that? Smash. I literally she's so calm. I literally have she's no me so time. Calm. Okay. Put the blowtorch down. There's no need right. for chainsaws in the house. Just, There's no need for chainsaws in the house. Go she, outside and cut her. She's met cut her my outside. Children. She's met my children and she knows my husband. And it, it, just so you know, like we're so busy. Like if I can't get back, to nothing. It's literally just because I am literally going on to the next thing. Sometimes I just have to go. We just have to do the next thing. Do the next thing. <laughs> I know. She's so calm. I can so totally relate. Everything is smashing down around her, but she'll still be on the phone. I'll be like, do you need to go? Oh, no, it's nothing. And then what I do is <laughs> I bring my children to Janice's home because she's got a farm. And then my daughter, who's three, will rip out all of her crops. Like all the everything she's planted, like wow. the plant, plant, like Jayla. I don't know don't, about you, but I'd have a beef. She, she literally, I would have a beef with that. Like, where's Jayla? Okay, <laughs> Jayla, I helped. We were digging out. Did, did the pig get there? Is Minnie yes, there? Well, well, actually, she's coming tomorrow. Oh. So the the whole pig debacle. We tried to put her in the trailer, and she was not having oh, it. That's right. She was just like, "Yeah, no, I want to stay where I am." Uh huh. And it it was just a whole. I need a TV show. Yeah. It was a whole thing. <laughs> because I should explain. So... <laughs> Janice has, she had a home in, it was in Van Nuys where she had a farm, like a little farm. And she's keeping that to help nurses who come through mm-hmm. and are traveling. Yes. She got this property uh, in Woodland Hills uh, area and she had to get it. How big is the pig? Minnie is probably 300 pounds. She had wow. to get a 300 pound from Van Nuys to Woodland Hills. So there's some serious trust there because, like, she really can do whatever she wants, right? Yeah, she could take <laughs> you. Like, she could take you out. Minnie, please trust me. Oh. Her name is Miss Minnie Haha. I just want to know how you got her up that hill. So there's, like, a, she's got a, a property that's got this hill, and did Minnie walk that little plank we had um <laughs> we we had her the vet come and um Minnie took a nap oh that's a good way to describe it wow <laughs> yeah. cool. that's exactly the way you describe it when your children take a nap you know if you could let me know that vet, yeah if that <laughs> now it all know. makes sense yeah. Ro now it all makes sense Listen, I, I'm I, sorry. I hope that's not inappropriate. No, it's not. No. Animal family. I'm going to say something. No, of course I not. read an article about two preschool teachers that got in trouble for giving the kids melatonin so that they could take a nap. And I got to say, I I get it. Yeah. Not would, allowed to yeah, do it. It's, a, it's not allowed to do it, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm on that same thing. When my son was a, was a little guy, I, I used to... Uh, uh, and this is not much. I'd just give me a, a just a small bottle of wild turkey. Yeah, and uh, good for a, the gums. Put a nipple on pain. that. Yeah, and he takes right you to know, sleep. right to sleep. Sleep through the night. But in the morning, boy, was he cranky. 
Yeah. He was cranky in the morning, though. A hangover. He came weapon. out. He's holding his head. He's got a cup of coffee. A toddler hangover. Bam, you dad. <laughs> Again? You know. Okay, okay, okay. We got to keep talking about yes. this. We have a weird mixture on this show. It yeah. doesn't matter what we're talking about. You can be like, the whole world is destroyed. Everyone's gone. And then, and then I'll say, and Ro will be like, yeah, 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 but there's a lot of room for us now, isn't there? Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah there is. <laughs> You're right. And we're giving toddlers medicine. Yeah, and medicine. we're giving toddlers hilarious. wild turkey. I love this. Come on. What kid is it? Would you like to play with a wild turkey, son? Yay! <laughs> Yay for me, too. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, did you have another one, or should I jump in with one? Uh, I had already asked about me time, but I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never, yeah, you never said it. You never said what do you do for me time. Well, do you know, what I used to do. This COVID has been uh, this this pandemic has been really rough for mm-hmm. me time. Yeah, but um, I used to go to the massage, like get um massage. Yeah. Um, and then that stopped. So. Um... <laughs> And that went away. Uh, <laughs> so now I hang out with um, the tortoise and um... <laughs> and when he rubs, boy, boy, when she rubs that shell <laughs> on her back, something that is not a metaphor for anything. She literally has a desert tortoise in the back. She he's a sukata. He's a sukata oh, tortoise. My bad. My bad. He's fourteen years old. No, nice. Yeah. Well, you know, the situation gives a whole new meaning to turtle wax. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you want the turtle and you want that massage. Turtle wax. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Comedians don't steal that one. That's mine. Yeah. Right, right now. Are, so, right. I love this. What? So no, you just question? hang out. So, so you mm-hmm. basically tap in to the mellow I do. of I'm the turtle. outside. I take my shoes off. I hang out in the edible forest, hang out with the animals. Actually, you know what I've been doing lately? I've been taking long walks on the beach. Oh, you know what? I, you know what? I've been doing a series of that, too. I take long walks on the beach and I hang out and I eat edibles while I'm hanging out. Different edibles. I think she eats different so, edibles. Not no, that, I go the to edible another, forest does sound magical. The, the, there but is a, it's, there is a, well, it's a, it's a club I go to crops. called the Edible Forest. Oh, yeah. Believe me, everybody's <laughs> mellow there. Everyone's mellow. But no, but no, 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 no I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're comedians. We can't help it. Okay. But so, do you, but, but my question is, so you must be really an, an, an empath. Like you were talking about earlier, Absolutely. Ralph, about oh, yeah. me. So yes. you can, you, you have the ability to tap in mm-hmm. to the quiet of Absolutely. the trees, to the mellow of the turtle yes. and, and, and so on. I, I would only be able to tie into the hunger for the pig. <laughs> No, because I, you know, we I come from think, the south, my people. So I, uh, I don't think you. Can see I have pig designs. Out. Pigs big. <laughs> designs, the bigger the better. I'm like, hey, come here, pork chop. I mean, odd uh, mini, ha ha. Hey, I'm just saying, you got a lot of kids. Everybody's hungry. She's got, she's got chickens and, and rabbits. And the turtle, hey, he's, he's got a we job. We have he's, rabbits, he's we have chickens, we have cats, we have dogs. Yeah, she's got a, bun- she's wow. got a bunch what of a, animals. What a grocery list. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean eat. I mean, what a grocery Listen, list to feed them all. I'm I just going to say, if the apocalypse did happen, I would want, I'd, I'd yes. be at your place. I would be there. We welcome you. See, yes. See that? I'd like. You'd okay. wake up in the morning, I'd be gnawing on your foot. Like, hey, oh, hey, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. 
what's one of your questions, baby? Okay. Instead of eating her her farm. Her feet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> why? Why? Why do I? Why do I just go downward? And all of. I want to say you've got very fresh eggs, but that sounds terrible. If I say that. <laughs> Got Why do you think she keeps getting all them kids? She's got the freshest she got eggs. The, fresh eggs. the chicken's eggs are fresh. Yes, that's what I meant. She's got Mine a lot of chicken. Do you go out, do you, do you, so you go out and the kids get so and the kids get the kids get really fresh eggs. Look, I tried look, I tried to make an adult again, and then y'all just went and did y'all thing. You're like, my eggs ain't so fresh. <laughs> well, you reach a certain you know age I mean? and they let you know. You I reach visit. a certain age and they're like, hey, you're I, advanced material. I wish age. that men had that kind of thing. Because I don't. Let me. T- I haven't hit. Uh, I don't know if you if I'll ever get there. But- you walked into a certain bank and you're like, "Hey, can I make a deposit?" Like, sure. If we walked in, they'd be like, "How old are you?" Fill really? out this oh, oh my! Gosh. Are you kidding? Is that true? You can't donate your eggs after you hit what thirty? They're like, "No, we don't want really? you." Really? Oh no! Well, they think that no. baby's gonna come out like, "Where's oh, yeah. my social security?" Oh, they will not. like. Will the, eggs, will the eggs just be old? Oh yeah. They'll you just give birth but to old I men. Asked- my friend who did it, she donated her eggs. She got like five grand for it. I go, what about me? She's like, mm, your eggs are old. <laughs> uh, okay. You might get 20 bucks, but you got to yeah. walk way down Fairfax. Yeah, you, you're not getting a Louis Vuitton <laughs> purse with that, okay? You're going to uh, get, get that Louis knockoff at Royal. <laughs> <laughs> Here's his cousin, Louis. <laughs> it's true. Okay, that's what's so sad about it. Our old eggs. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I have ever heard in my life. Ro just said the first thing. What's the funniest thing you've ever heard? This will. This is what I will say. Our old eggs edition. That is so good. You read one of your questions. Uh, I don't know. I can't even see them because there's like between the tears from earlier and the tears from now. I'm blind. I'm looking for what I can. For what I can. Oh, oh, I remember what it was. Uh, am I still on, or did yeah. I pull this out? I'm no, on. You're okay. On. Um, uh, uh, which is what I said to my wife on our honeymoon. Oh, hey. Okay, that's uh, uh that was the cat skills comic in me coming out. Gosh darn this brain. Um, uh, tell me what the state of the foster care system is. Not at your place. I know I'm dealing with something very special. I know that because mm-hmm. I researched you. I look through everything. Our producers are are thorough about that. And I know that because they make me do all of the homework and it's like <laughs> high school all over again. So but I but I really enjoyed going through all of that work because it's just something I'm really passionate about and something Roe is really passionate mm-hmm. about. Something our producers are really passionate about. It's something close to us because somebody in our group who we love dearly came through that foster system. And I would like to know, um, what can you tell me what the wide American uh, uh, foster system is like today. What's happening in it today? Mm. What's good? What's bad? Who's listening to this again? <laughs> There's 11 people, and we I have, don't think any of them. We have the 11 viewers. <laughs> we have 11 viewers. The state of our foster care system is just in shambles. Mm-hmm. It, it's really heartbreaking, it's disheartening. Yeah. Um, also, I don't think anybody would disagree with you. Jeez, on that one. Like, I don't think you have to be in it. It's like it. maneuvering a, uh, a road with like a million potholes in it mm-hmm. and 
if you are not an advocate and someone who doesn't mind being a squeaky wheel or making some people upset, mm-hmm. then sometimes it's it feels impossible to get the support that these kids need. It, it's yeah. I I don't have. I mean, you have some wonderful uh, social workers, and you have some really. Mm-hmm. Not so wonderful social workers. Oh yeah, you have some fantastic foster placements, and you have not so. some people where you're like, okay, how did you get licensed? Let me or, you let, know, me, uh, let yeah. me break let me break the let's break it down because yeah because uh, this is something that we as an American community can do something about mm-hmm. if we if we have the knowledge. So tell me what makes a good. Uh, um, like foster placement or no, social no, no. Worker? Uh, social worker. Thank you. What makes a good social worker from a bad one? I uh, the only social worker I know is Wendy, the the one another child that my mother raised, and boy, mm. she's sharp as a tack. Um, okay. I, I don't think she'll mind me saying this, but um, she had so much work piled on her desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is about uh, three months ago, I think, that she had a mini stroke. She was going oh, no. everywhere. She was so going everywhere. Sorry. She's she's one hundred percent together now. Mm-hmm. You know, she was able to shake it off, but it but it was the it, stress because of the stress of going out yeah. to these homes, dealing with the social workers, and uh, then having to go when she goes to a home, she's got to go there with the police. Mm. You know, because she's got to go in yeah. there being cursed out by. She tells me by every single family, she's got to drop in mm. on these people are angry and resentful as if they're doing yeah. as if there's no reason that Wendy and an officer are showing up at their door yeah. as they're sitting in the kitchen smoking crack mm-hmm. and planning, you know, to rob someone. Yeah, they're so you know, shot. and right. the kid is crawling around on the floor mm-hmm. with a dirty diaper right. with uh, you know, and and hasn't eaten yet today yeah. and it's already 6:30 in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um that happens more than I'm, we even know. I'm trying know. to keep my passion down That's about That's what's this. so crazy about it. That happens so often. I'm trying to keep my passion down about mm-hmm. this, but it it yeah. it enrages me. Mm-hmm. It enrages me. And, and that's a uh, common story that there. Mm-hmm. So can you, so I want to be able to look. I want to be able to know. Tell me, what do you look for? What should I be looking for to know the difference between a good social worker and a not so good social worker? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, for for us here, with the experience that I've had, a good social worker has phenomenal communication, Mm. able to communicate. Um, Time management is super important. Um, They're looking out for the child's best interests, the family's best interest, and not what's easy for them to do, Mm. or, you know, not what's going to be convenient. That makes sense. Uh, that that you said i think that sent that one home because i i was yeah. wondering why why that happened to wendy and i think you just said i think you just nailed it with mm-hmm. what did you say just yeah. the last time thing management said, time management mm-hmm. that that there are so many people trying to get the paper off their desk mm-hmm. and yes. then wendy being the supervisor looking at it and going no 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 and then saying oh but i've got to do this i've got to do that so Wendy says i'll do it then mm-hmm. i'll do it yeah. her having come up as a uh uh through you know uh, uh being raised by someone who was not her mother understanding what the foster system was and uh not wanting these kids to be misplaced yeah um, absolutely and ultimately displaced uh, in life 
she yeah. has a stack of, of, of folders and papers on her desk till finally she had a stroke because mm-hmm. she was the mm-hmm. only one there doing all of the work not just trying to get it off of her desk yeah time right. management that uh, a lot of people huge. are just checking off boxes mm. you know yeah just to be able to say they did something yeah and uh a lot of times it's not what needs to be done mm-hmm. and that ends up hurting the children yeah. and the families i'll say the the children and the families uh more than anything because sometimes you have cases where Maybe this kid should not be removed from the home. Yeah. And then you have cases where this kid should definitely be removed from the home. Yeah. And if you're just checking off boxes and you're not actually paying attention to what your, you said, your being clients, a good there's just so much that can be missed. Right. Yeah. If you're not a good communicator, for sure. Is what you were talking right. about, communication, to be able to go into a situation, look oh. around, assess it, and assess it right. Yeah. Awesome. And there's a lot that goes into that job. I mean, these people yes. have to be investigators. Uh-huh. They, like you said, they have to go into homes with like off with protection with officers. Right. So yeah. it, it's a difficult job. Yeah. And um, you need to leave your biases at the door. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Because it it only causes issue. I, I tell you, me as a as a registered nurse, someone who's licensed and licensed by the state. And I, I care for all kinds of different kiddos here. I had a young lady. Um, I had a, a baby who was a Caucasian uh, baby. Mm-hmm. And um, this baby had uh, a slew of medical issues also, again, due to toxic exposure. But this baby is like, um, like you could see his entire vein stru- venous structure, like, through his skin he had this porcelain pale skin and just picking him up and holding him my arm would leave like redness on his butt just holding him you know and um she came and she wanted to see his his diapered area and no problem open the diaper oh my goodness he's so red and it's like well yeah he's a he's a and then you're you're scared you have yeah. to be poli- politically correct and, and, you know, yeah. so communication and a person leaving their biases at the door is so important yeah. because it can cause issue uh-huh. where like as a foster parent, I'm always on guard, ready to defend, or I have to have an explanation. I have to write everything down. I have to take pictures yeah. and I document everything because if you don't, it puts you in a vulnerable space of, yes. of having not only your livelihood, but everyone that I serve yes. being their lives being upset, you know, yes. uprooted. So um, though, though, there's just so many important factors where people come, come in and they don't know you because that's another thing you get your social workers. Like one of my little guys, he's not even a year old and he's had like four or five social workers. And wow. it just makes it so difficult. Yeah. And it's uh, also a job you really got to like. I mean, really, or just like want to do. It's not like a server at a restaurant that like doesn't top the lemon. Right. right. You know, it's like I do the job. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I think that there are some people who are they're, they're just angels. They're yeah. angels. And not to, they, uh, not they, to they just have... servers. I mean, yeah, no, 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 I'm just saying, saying like, it's a different yeah. type of occupation. Like if you don't do a step in a certain job, it's not going to affect the lives and right. disrupt families and, you know, like that. With right. social workers, and you know, um, one of our friends, uh, I, I think you've met him, Derek. He used to work, you know, in group homes and things like that. And he said, 
you know, years ago they used to just have like a few cases and then now they're like loaded with triple the amount of work, Mm. you know, so they're not able to even be, um, you know, sufficient with it. Let me, let me jump in here real quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ro and I are going to have to have to kind of speed it up a little bit because we're running out of time and I want, and I really want to get all of the stuff that, that we want to say out because if I don't, I will not be able to sleep. I guarantee you that he'll come over to the farm and she knows that I know I'll be calling you (laughs) and sitting on the phone and and talking to Ro. You got it. I'll be talking to Ro. (laughs) This is what I do. I call her up and I'm just like, Hey, you got just two minutes. I just need two minutes. Three hours later. I'm like, and we got to do something about this thing. And it's she's so patient. She like sits there and listens and listens. Never once. has she said, look, I got to go. I got other things to do. She's right there. You know, but then my wife, Lori, she always says, when people ask her, do you have any kids? She says, yeah, we have three. He says, I have three. It's like, they're like, what is it? <laughs> or, or rather two. She says, I have two. It's like, what? it's like Arthur and this guy. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, which she's right. As neighbors, as a community, as Americans on the, uh, in the living in this world, what should we be looking for when we're, when we're looking at a family? Uh, and they have foster kids and uh, between people who are good and between families that really they should never have been given yeah. this child yeah. <laughs> smoking crack I, you would know be what one i of them. did want to say too um b- before i move into that i talked about like with me and seeing the redness from holding my little guy um mm-hmm. there are issues on the other end of that coin Mm -hmm. where you have children who are being abused Mm -hmm. who that does need to be investigated so I didn't want to leave that out yes and it takes a a really um just dialed in individual and someone who's really serious about their job and has that investigative skill to to be able to decipher you know between the two I I wanted to make sure problem yeah but is there something that we just as people who are not in the in the system as as uh, uh, counselors or as um, uh, social workers, uh, what can we, the average uh, American Jane, American Joe, uh, walking around yes. and wanting things to be, be and, and wanting not to walk past a terrible situation? I'm not mm. saying that because I know that there's, I'm sure that there, I've met wonderful people, wonderful people taking these kids yeah. and give mm. them. A life. I spent one day on YouTube just watching foster kids um, surprising the person that's been taking care of them with a deal Aww. and they open it up and it says, you know, will you be my dad? Will you mm. be my mom? And I'm just, right. I've seen that. You know, yeah. just hearing. Mm. So I know, I know that there's such wonderful people out there. I also know because I grew up in a, uh, <laughs> a, a, a police family. That's kind of the family business. Uh, on that side of my family uh, are all law officers, officers of the law, police officers. Um, and I've heard and seen things and been being, you know, that I'll never be able to let go of, mm-hmm. you know, in my mind and in my heart. I'll never be able to. And, uh, uh, you know, and then being a Marine and being in crazy situations around the world, seeing those same things and wanting so bad to do something but knowing that could cause you know who knows an international scene but 
what what can we do what can we do as as people what do we look for where do we even start if we suspect something's going on uh and the, and this kid may not be safe i like to let my kiddos tell their stories mm. and when i say that no matter what age you are behavior says a lot mm-hmm the words that they speak say a lot, even um, subconsciously, like uh, you can really tell, well, I can, I should, I shouldn't say you can, I can really tell when um, a child is fearful Mm -hmm. or when um, they're happy kids and, or, you know, you can, you can, we have universal behaviors as humans that give us insight. Mm-hmm. into people's minds and and lives you know i think it comes down to just paying attention mm-hmm. yeah yeah you could definitely tell from people's like auras on how they are um okay so we are out of time but we want to get to know where we can find you janice where uh for social media for your foundation what's the best way that people can check out what you're doing so our website is lovinghandschildrenshome.org mm-hmm. and all of our social media links are also listed right there on the website awesome. so that you can um, see what we're up to. Yes. Okay. And VD likes to end every show like this. If we were never going to see each other again, right? What is the best advice you can give us before you leave? The best advice that I can give is to live in your fullest love, to live in your fullest love. If you feel it in your heart and you think that it can be beneficial to someone else who maybe can't help themselves, live in your fullest love. Live in your fullest love. I love that. We need to put that on a shirt. Like, really, <laughs> I want to put that on a shirt. Live in your fullest love. I've never heard anyone say that. Yeah. Proceeds going to I Loving Hands Children's Home Foundation. There we go. <laughs> From the sheriff, of course. Well, the Beanie oh. Freeman Show with Rodel Delgarazzi, we're going to do we we're we're going to do something yes. for you guys. And we're gonna do something for Leah Michelle, who I know is will be watching uh on Friday yes. when our show, our show premieres every Friday yes. at ten Thank o'clock. You, Janine. Oh, on, uh, Thank you so much. Ten PM PST. Pacific Standard Time. Will you come back and see us again? Absolutely. I would love that. Thank you so, so much. Uh, uh, Love the person on your left. The person on your right. And do not, do not, do not forget to love the person in the middle because that person is is you. you.